Welcome back to the vendor table. Hello. Hello. It's the second time that you've responded exactly the same way. <laughs> to me I'm, I'm just waiting for you to come up with something like totally out there. I think you said oorah once. Oh, I, I did. And I was like, I, I don't even know. How I don't to know why to I that did that. One. I'm like, what are you, a marine? Like, no. you know, things like that. So I guess I need to get more creative. You do. We should have a listener. Uh, poll. What should, how should Lauren respond to welcome back to the vendor table? Give me a list of ways to respond to welcome back to the vendor table and I will do it. Well, welcome back. We are back for another episode. You guys have been amazing to us and we are forever grateful for our growing community. I'm only temporarily grateful. Wow. That's pretty mean. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you. Wow. Guys, you just, I guess you need to impress her or something. Do you have a favorite podcast host? <laughs> not it's not you. me right now. <laughs> not you. Just uh, digging be, that hole deeper. It could be me. No, I'm kidding. Um, all right. Well, we are back. A lot has happened since we've last recorded. Um, we this is, our first, this is our first recording session of, the, of 2024. Mm -hmm. So, like, we've had episodes come out in 2024. I think we've said this a couple of times, but um, we record usually, like, a few episodes of pop and then, you know, push out our content. So, sometimes we don't see each other for, like, a month. And a lot goes on. A lot has gone on. Uh, um, yeah. So, a lot has happened in the internet world. And we haven't really touched on any current events lately, so yeah. let's talk about this one. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. This has been sent to us a few times, mm -hmm. um, and the title of the article says, Bride plans to charge a no-show fee to wedding guests who canceled last minute. An Australian bride considers charging a no-show fee after 10 guests backed out of her interstate wedding despite prior confirmations. The non-refundable venue payment amounted to $12,426, and with cancellations, the bride risked losing $1,336. She questioned the feasibility of requesting the guests to cover these costs themselves, highlighting the financial strain caused by their abrupt changes. What do you think about this? Damn. Wow. That's a first, right? This has got to be a first. Is this a first? Is this a first? It's probably not the first, but definitely the most circulated. This is ballsy, and I love it. I have my thoughts. I really love this. You like it? I don't know why. It just, it's like, you know what? It's a big fuck you to those people. Because, listen, I had five no-shows to my wedding, okay? It was $250 a plate. That's a lot of money lost. It is. And we didn't get a gift from those people. Okay, so, see, that I feel like is messed up. So they RSVP'd yes. They didn't show up. They didn't give a gift. And we paid for their plate. So I get where she's coming from because I experienced that. I don't think I would do it, but at the same point, I respect her for doing it. I feel a little differently. Um, okay. I feel like when you are booking an event, you know that you're going to be spending amount of, a certain amount of money, and you That's know true. that people are going to back out. That's true. Um, 
it just happens. That's the inherent nature of shitty humans. It's true. Then on top of it, you have to factor in emergencies. People have kids or someone gets hurt or someone gets sick. What if they just didn't show up for no reason? If they didn't show up for no reason that they're an asshole, but that doesn't necessarily. Because that's what I'm taking away from this is they didn't, they're showing up for no reason. Like, say you catch COVID or you're sick. But how are you going to know? Like, one, just the guest could make an excuse kind of thing. Okay. It happens. Okay. So I get both sides of this. I do. Would I ever, like, I didn't charge my guests a no-show fee. I didn't even think about that. But I don't think this is something that should take the industry by storm in terms of, I don't see too many people doing this. You're also going to lose friendships over this shit. I think so, too. Like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. But at the same point, I kind of respect her doing it. Still, it's like one of those things where, like, it's free for a wedding guest to go to a wedding. Yeah, I'm so impartial. So on you're this. gonna charge them to not go? Yeah, I'm so like on the fence about this. Like, I get it, but I think it's kind of. I totally up. understand, but like, if that one thousand three hundred and thirty-six dollars is putting financial strain it's on like, what, you, fifteen percent of the wedding, you should not be having a wedding. Yeah, I would say so. I'd say so. I, it's so far, it's like I don't know. I this is like. Let's talk about something else too. So we are in an area where weddings cost a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Second most expensive place to get married in the United States. We're talking between 65 and upwards of 100,000 weddings, like $100,000 for a wedding. This person paid $12,000 for their venue. Venues around here. Yeah. Significantly more than that. So maybe, maybe I'm being a little too... Hoity. A little too Long Island right now, so I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to bring it back to reality and think that maybe How okay. How do you not be Long Island, Lauren? What? How do you not be Long Island? I don't know, mm. um, but I understand that a little over a thousand dollars can be a hefty chunk when you've saved yeah. for however long. I still don't think anything like this is passable. You know what? This is a good poll. Let's put it in. We're going to put this on, on our um, show notes. Um, what would you guys do? Would you charge a no-show fee if you were to get married today and you know, you're like, you had people no-show cancel days before for no reason, would you charge a no-show fee? I would at the very least expect these people who no-show to send a gift. Yeah, I would too. That, that's what I, I would do. Again, like a lot of people do send gifts, and then what you're going to charge them a no-show fee on top of the gift? I mm-hmm. just uh, it's so it's two yeah. blurred lines for me. Did you see the the another topic? Did you see uh, the coffee shop posting about like a wedding showing Bro. up? Bro, oh my god. <laughs> You want to talk fucked up. (laughs) That's fucked up. So uh, there was a story circulating on Instagram that there's a coffee shop, I think, in uh, Indianapolis that hosts, like, small weddings and things like that and, like, you know, like bridal brunches, whatnot. Well, apparently a whole wedding, like 50-plus people, showed up without ever reserving this place and came in. I think it was 20 was it 20? I thought I think it was, it was 20. All right. Well, the number escapes my, like, I verify the number. But still, it's a small coffee shop. Okay. 20 people, you can't. Yes. It's a lot of people coming in, fully dressed in attire, expecting to basically. And just having, they just, they just had it. Yeah. They didn't even. 
They did have the ceremony, and the staff is all standing there like, what? Yeah, this isn't like coming and sitting down and having dinner. They actually did their ceremony in the coffee shop. No heads up. Just walked in and was like, where do we set up? It's like, what? That's fucked up. <laughs> That's messed up. That's so, f- That's so messed up. Like, how fucked up are you in your head that, like, we're just going to do this? That's... Or were they told? No, they weren't told because you know what? They, they're just assholes. Let's the just, audacity. Oh, the audacity. Fucking people. <sighs> Fucking people these Don't days. Don't be that guy. Don't be a garbage person. Don't be a garbage person. There it is. There it is. Drink coffee. A lot of people Don't be a garbage person. Yeah. A lot of people said we have to make merch. Mm-hmm. I think that's our first That should shirt. be our first goal of 2024. <laughs> So we're here. We're here today. And I know we just ranted for 10 minutes, but um, we're here talking about our goals for the 2024 wedding season. As wedding vendors, you should set your goals at the beginning of every year. As a person, you should set goals. I think it's important to set goals for your you know, new year and everything like that. I know personally, I set goals every year that I want to accomplish. And, you know, I always check back at, in December and see if I accomplished those goals. And I'll be honest with you, I hold true to these. I have them on a note file on my phone. I and I check them off. We did it with our podcast, like with, with the vendor table. We had goals that we wanted to reach, and we shattered them last year. Shattered. So this year we have more goals, which we're hoping to shatter. Um, but yeah, I always say like set a goal that's you know hard to reach. You know, like maybe it's going to take you a little bit of effort to reach it, but setting that goal is something to work towards, right? Mm-hmm. So. We have our goals for the 2024 wedding season as vendors, as well as some personal goals for ourselves um, that we want to run through. So we'll go back and forth. We'll alternate and shit like that. So um, goal number one for you. What is it? Let's go. Uh, my goal, my, my first goal was to improve my client experience. Okay. How do you plan on doing that? So realistically, I mean, we've talked about this before with the guides. I still have no guides. And there's going to be a lot of people on here that are listening to me right now who are probably like, how the fuck does this bitch not have any guides? And she's sitting here giving advice. Guess what? Lazy girl energy. (laughs) (laughs) I got my bookings. I did good for the year. I didn't feel like overexerting myself and doing more things than what I was capable of. I didn't do it. So this year, I now have no side gigs. I'm 100% all in on my own business. And I'm focusing on the client end of things. So I am starting to make my guides. Um, and I want that to like really just, it's different than emailing. You know, like emailing back and forth with a client or talking to them on the phone is one thing, but they need visuals. Of course they do. You know, they can see your website, they can see your portfolio, but they want to see all of that in conjunction with your personality. So I think that a guide for each service that you offer is really important guys you've told me this a hundred times you know that's fine that's fine i've told her to do this for years years and years uh-huh i'm a guide guy i have guides for everything i have a say just say it just yeah. say it. you want you want to so. know all my guides just say i do told you so i know all right you want to know all my guides you want to know the guides i have all right here's my guides. He's got guides on guides he's I, a guides guy I, I have my 2024 wedding guide and that's <laughs> when people inquire it's a nice 15-page document. has everything broken down. Nice it's a lot of pages. Yeah, it is. You know what? It's a client experience. Okay. Elevated. I'm taking notes, okay. sir. Then when they sign with me, guess what they get? They get a welcome guide. 
welcome guide basically covers everything that's going to go into a wedding day. Gives them tips and tricks, advice, things like that. Shows them a little bit about me. Stupid photos of me looking like an idiot because you know what? They're going to relate to me. I Client took those experience. stupid photos of you. No. Not, oh, not these are the, different ones. These are different ones. You, I wait, actually have I? to update. I have to update my guides for new photos. Damn. Okay. I had the picture of you I'm not done the, with my guides. I don't like your attitude, I, I, sir. I'd like to explain Lower more. Lower your my, voice when you're oh, talking to I'd me. Li- I'd like to explain more on my guides, please. Okay, I'm not done with my guides. Number three guide. Okay. We're gonna fight, we're gonna fight, we're gonna fight, we're gonna fight, we're gonna fight. Number three guide I have is lifestyle and uh branding guides so those are for like you know clients like wanting to do like a lifestyle session or they want to do a branding session stuff like that kind of shows those off i also have a guide for engagement session guides which is really cool which that i'm updating big time that's one of my goals i'm gonna get more into that but um that's like what to wear all of that fun stuff where to take photos okay then i have a bridal prep guide which the bridal prep guide has like all the items you should have ready for the wedding day so that when i show up on a wedding day it's all nicely neat and organized and then that's my last guide i'm a guide guy you done yeah good okay that sounds great michael maybe you should make some guides lauren oh my god make some guns lauren i've only been saying for two matt, years do you have any alcohol here <laughs> i think he does um so that's good update client experience he's going to look for it <laughs> great job lauren okay you want to know my no i don't okay just rambled for 20 minutes well you know what you know you, you do your next one i'll give you i'll give you time because i rambled for 20 minutes i'm just kidding go, go ahead. ahead i'm a courteous co-host go ahead Sure. Thank you. All right. Mine are, it kind of ties to my website, but uh, I want to blog more. Um, I used to blog a lot and I've gotten away from it a little bit, but um, I want to blog at least 10 articles on my website this year, more like advice, like articles, like everything from like, you know, engagement session tips and tricks to like, you know, cool locations or stuff like that. Like just like kind of bringing people more to the website for like unique experiences more than um, like just sharing like a wedding, like, oh, like this wedding was really cool and like stuff like that. Like those can be time consuming. Whereas I feel like if you're writing a blog article that has something to do with like something fun or, you know, a tip and trick or something like that for couples, it's a little bit more of an interactive experience. So that's something I want to do. I want to do 10 articles on my website this year. Um, as well as blogging is a good one. Um, I haven't, I haven't done any blogging. Um, I know it's really good for SEO. I know it's good for, for a lot of things. It gets a lot of people to go to your website. Um, so that's probably something I will end up testing out as well. Cause I know that Pixie set has, Pixie has blogging, right? Yes. Yeah. So in, in the off season, while we are slow, um, on the back end, that's something that I'm going to kind of look at too. I'm just not, I'm not really a blogger. So I'm, I'm going to have to like really try very hard at this. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe even. I think a two paragraph a goal blog is for the fine. Goal, yeah. A goal for the goal is to plan what I'll be talking about in yeah. the blogs ahead of time. That's a good goal. Yeah. Good goal. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Needs a little alcohol. In, the, in here I need some too you know because of the Wait, fact D- can we ask Diva the public Diva Lauren has, has entered the chat Matt, Matt just poured me some champagne because he knew I needed thank you sir thanks Matt cheers You're the best producer ever yeah, yeah cheers Matt on that one um, 
Mm. Happy New Year. Mm. Happy New Year. That's right. Um, wait, I just want to ask. I want to do like a little quick. Uh, sure. Go ahead. What do you think of me and Mike doing a drunk episode? <laughs> like a, a power hour episode? Yeah. We should do a power hour episode. Have, have, when's the last time you did a power hour? I must have been 20. Yeah. College. <laughs> College. Not um, old enough to drink, but. Oh, my God. That'd, yeah. be, that'd be a good episode. Oh, boy. Oh, God. It would get us in trouble. They need a DD for that one. Um, okay. That was great. Blogging is good. Yeah. Um, I'm in a better mood now. All right, we got some sponsor ad reads. Uh, we want to thank Maru for sponsoring this episode. Uh, Maru is a modern payment experience for the wedding and events industry. Uh, Maru is a community of over 9,000 plus wedding and event professionals and growing, which is crazy. With seamless, transa- uh, seamless transactions and a hassle-free payment experience, we make it possible for you to focus on what you do best, creating memorable experiences. With Maru, you can accept and make payments without processing fees, Offer clients a simpler experience, so no need to sign up, just pay and go, and keep all your payments neatly organized in the cent- in one central hub. It's a great, great resource. Also, what I found out is you could actually pay contracts contractors out of there. So if you have second shooters or uh, associate shooters or anything like that, this is not only just for photographers, it's for any wedding professional. Um, it's a great way to pay those contractors and keep things all nice, neat, and organized. You could sign up for free at maru.us slash TVT. Uh, for more details, visit their website. All right, what's your next, what's your next one? I am, I want to do one personal project per quarter. Me too. This is, this is great. I love that. Yeah. I, I want to do one personal project this year. I haven't done one in a long time. So like you want to do one, one a quarter, mm-hmm. which is really nice. I think that I get so burnt out over the course of the weddings, like our peak wedding season, because I'm constantly only doing work. If I had one project per quarter to focus my attention on on the side, I feel like it would keep my juices flowing creatively, maybe try new techniques out on another person or myself, or even like I used to do a ton of self-portraits when I was younger, when I was in college, even if I'm just using myself as a subject and trying to do new things, even if that's like making content or something like that, just to keep my creative juices flowing, I think it's important for us as photographers to always try to do better yeah personally yeah a uh, personal project always fuels those creative juices right yeah. it, it really does like i haven't done one in a while i'll be honest with you probably like three years which... i think the last time i did was during covid because yeah, i had same. nothing else to do same yeah like i had nothing to do so you know like and then we got so overwhelmed and stuff like that I think a good creative project every once in a while, one a quarter, I think is very, very good goal. I think it's, for me, that's lofty. I just want to do one this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think having one personal project a year, especially during the slow season, is a good way to really, you know, keep that creativity flowing. It really, it, it's really important for us as creatives to do that because otherwise you just, you, you get into a, like a, I don't know. I you guess get into a, a rut. Like yeah, you, you get into a, wall. a rut. It's like rep- like you're doing repetitions and stuff like that. Like you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And sometimes working at the same venues over and exactly. over and over again, and it, you're always trying to come up. You're always trying to one up yourself. Exactly. And sometimes it's very hard when you're working in a very fast pace. So exactly. So, slowing it down and working on a personal project, whether that's a styled shoot or like a 
a, a passion project of some kind. Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked about style shoots before. We don't hate style shoots. We just hate when they're marketed as actual weddings. Exactly. Style shoots can be amazing and they don't necessarily have to be wedding style shoots. They no. could be completely vintage inspired. They could be anything really. Exactly. As long as you style it accordingly. But um, anything like that, I feel like is just good. Absolutely. To do. Good for the soul. It really is. It's chicken soup for the soul. God damn it. Love that. I love these. It, like we have very similar goals. I feel like. Yeah. Um, my my next one is is posting on Instagram at least twice a week. I've gotten so <sighs> off of the game of I'm posting. So bad at Instagram right now. You know what it is? It's like kind of you kind of get to the point with posting that social media is toxic. Let's be real here, okay? And like we're all want that pretty f grid and the, the the nice feed and stuff like that and like i started i i was posting every day every day every day for years and then i started doing like every other day every other day every other day but it wasn't like my best stuff mm -hmm. now i really plan and post my best shit but often than not i'm not posting enough i'm posting once every other week or yeah, something like same. that like i'm posting like four posts a month it's not enough so especially to keep like you know people coming to your page and everything like so my goal is twice a week i feel like that's really good maybe one reel a week i'm, I'm going to try to do Ugh, something that's different ambitious reels are super ambitious and especially since you know like you're we, right though it have you have to you it's have like, to yeah like it it sucks we don't want to do it but at the same point that's marketing today. That's mm -hmm. marketing in 2024 is social media marketing is the best tool you have. And, we've and, it's, and it's free. It's a yeah. free tool. We've talked about this too where like we need to as vendors adapt to a changing market. And like one of those things is our marketing. Yeah. So in order, I mean, most of my leads, most of your leads probably come from Instagram and referrals, direct 90, referrals. 92% were Instagram last year. So we have to use those tools to keep the leads coming mind, in. Yeah. And if that means adapting to making reels. Gulp. <laughs> we have to do it. Uh, yeah, they're painful. Real it's suck. really hard. Real it's suck. so hard. Some of you are so clever and creative and funny, and I'm just like, I can't do that on the internet. I can only do it in real life. <laughs> Your reels are really good. You just, yeah, I know you, you play like you plan them out. I have to. Like if I'll hear a sound or something, I'll be like, oh, that would go really well yeah. with this. But it's like nine times out of ten, I'm sure someone's done it already. That's me with memes. And then it's like, oh my God, am I copying this person? Is it yeah. okay to copy this person? Do I have to link to this person? I'm so scared. What if they hate it? Oh my God. Yeah. The anxiety. I know. See, I, I, that's, that's me with memes. I just like, when I find a meme, like I'm just like, ooh, this is perfect. I, I got an idea. The memes are good. They slap. My nice memes job. are pretty good. I'm very proud of my memes, by the way. I've made all the memes on the vendor table. Uh, I'm gonna take full credit on those. You should. I, I do send them to Lauren to approve them. All right, so yeah, the next, my next goal, this is lofty because I, I say this every year. This is a goal I fail every year. <laughs> every fucking year I fail it. Reorganize my office and get rid of old shit that I don't use. You and me both, sister. Gearboxes. Do you know how much? <laughs> so many. I have so many camera boxes. Who else has camera boxes? I have every box of every camera I've ever owned. I just need to throw them out. Have you seen Nathan Chansky's? Yes. <laughs> Real fucking hysterical. It's so accurate. It's like I forgot what it, what the context is. That, that dude is great, but just 
Throw out the box. Guys, throw out, throw out the I boxes. I can't. I can't do it. Throw them out. Throw, just throw them out. I, I'm guilty of it. I have two R6 boxes. Every lens I've ever bought, I think I have the Mark II box from 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Still in my attic. Why? I'm not selling them. I've never sold a camera. We're hoarders. I, yeah, I've never sold. My, my wife says, you're, she's like, you're such a neat freak, but you're a fucking hoarder with your camera gear. I have so many, so many cameras. I have antique film cameras. I have this and that. Things that don't work. Just get rid of shit, guys. It's just the boxes. Yeah, it's just the boxes. Just get rid of stuff. Oh, so God. It's a lofty goal. I do have to reorganize my office. I want to go through everything. I want to get rid of shit. My desk drawers are just fucking chaos. Oh, God. It's atrocious in there. Like, like somebody DM'd us and was like, I lo- like, I love your office. I would love to do a tour. I'm like, No, yeah. you don't. I'm like, no. My, <laughs> we're, office, we're waiting on that one. my office is also my closet. It's your closet? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, like mine is like my, it's a spare bedroom that we don't use so it turned into my office mine is a spare bedroom but it's really small we have a tiny house like it's not that big it's only three it's three bedrooms um but our master bedroom isn't like that big so most of pat's stuff is in the closet in there and in a dresser Mm -hmm. and the other dressers (laughs) are in my office which is even is really tiny Mm -hmm. it's a tiny office so my goal for my office was to maximize my space okay. and make it more functional. Yeah. Um, so kind of with you there, like definitely making sure my office is a place I actually want to be in. Cause right now it's so all over the place and yeah. such a mess that it gives me anxiety and it needs to be my place of like Zen. Yes. Cheers <laughs> to that. Your office needs to be a place where you can unwind and not feel overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Yeah. I, I need to do a better job at it too. Like my, I have papers everywhere. I have like stuff like it's just not organized well, and it's a big goal. It's a lofty goal to like actually take things out and like go through it and get rid of things and stuff like that. And but yeah, if you're a hoarder of camera boxes, throw them out. I no, I can't do it. I don't know if I can either. I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm going to try really hard. It's going to be... <laughs> I'm just going to record me repeatedly trying to throw a box out. It's a big huff and puff. It's a big huff and puff. Um, yeah, so a lot of those goals are, you know, like we have very similar goals, which I think is really good. Like updating guides and things like that, or if you're Lauren, creating guides, I think is a big goal. Uh, it's lofty, things like that. Now, do you have any personal goals for like, you know, for yourself for 2024? Um, I did have one. It has eluded me. You want me to tell mine? You go first. Okay. (laughs) Um, So mine, I accomplished this last year, but it was like workout at least three times a week. Um, That's, I'm off to an okay start here in 2024. Um... It's tough when you have kids and your kids are sick and they're home and you can't spend time in it or you have a son who gets up in the middle of the night and makes you exhausted. So the next day, why do you want to work out and stuff like that when you're running on three hours of sleep? So I have to better motivate myself a little bit more. Um, I also have to eat a little healthier because I'm 
eating like trash um my wife's really good we, like we're doing a lot of instagram recipes this year mm-hmm. like she's it's really good. You like find some good shit on Instagram. Like these Instagram chefs are like really finds good. Them too. Yeah, they're really good. Like Instagram recipes are really good. She found this like spinach pasta recipe where it's like blended spinach with like tofu and like it makes it like a spinach cream sauce. It's fucking phenomenal. And I don't like spinach. Like I'm not a spinach guy, but dripping on pasta and like you put it in a pan. Mm, nice. Fucking good. <laughs> Good shit. Good. But yeah, I want to eat better. I want to work out th- three times a week. I want to go on more dates with my wife. Um, we went on, I want to say, 10 dates last year. Which oh, is that's not more a- than we did. That's not enough for, for us. We used to go out every week. Um, now, our dates consist of sitting on the couch, ordering sushi, and watching our show of choice. So, yeah. 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 Well, yes. Um, making time for your partner is very important. Um, we've talked about this, I think, when we were discussing dealing with burnout and how our jobs impact our spouses. So we have to also make them feel like our job isn't more important than they are. Yeah. Um, so you're right. That's definitely something that definitely I should also be doing. <laughs> so another goal <laughs> Michael has that I also have. Um, but I just thought of another one that I had, and that was to, you know, obviously reading is one of my hobbies, my passions. Um, and I have a Goodreads account, and basically I've been setting goals for my, like reading goals for myself. So last year I read 45 books from July to December. That's awesome. And this year I want to read at least 70. Wow. That's awesome. I'd like to read one book this year. <laughs> Well, listen, like when I got Pat a Kindle, he hadn't read a book in 10 years. Yeah. And I bought him a Kindle for his birthday and I pre-downloaded a book for him to read. He loved it. And then Mm -hmm. he just kept reading from there. He read 16 books last year. That's awesome. So. I'm not a book guy. You say that. You just haven't found the right ones. I I know. I I read uh, two Game of Thrones books and they were really good. Um thing about it was like I love the show and I, I knew what was happening because I watched the show already yeah. so I'm like that's what like I, I watch a lot of TV that they're adaptations from books and I'm like oh I should read the book and then I read the book I'm like I watched this I already. know it's the worst so I can't I, yeah I can't watch something if it's a book first yeah that's, I have to read the book first you gotta read the book first. yeah that's uh but uh, it's a good goal, though. 70... I stopped reading for a really long time. I didn't... I just didn't have time to read, or I made up excuses not to, or I was doing other shit. Mm-hmm. And last year, I really wanted to get back into it, so I did. And I feel like my brain is working a lot more. Yeah. I feel like I'm using parts of my brain creatively that I never thought of before. And I'm also creatively coming up with other ideas for things to apply in my life and my work from fairy smut from from fairy smut (laughs) all righty not not necessarily in my wedding work but in like personal work things Mm. that i want to try things that i want to like just experiment with so yeah good for you i like it i also want to go to a couple of renaissance fairs oh really do you ever go to one no I went to one. I bet they're so fun. In college. It was an experience. I want to go. 
experience good for people that go to renaissance fairs um yeah my last goal and is to be off my phone from like the hours of 4 p.m to 8 p.m i am horrible this might be the hardest one it's so hard and you know between running my own business and as well as overseeing a lot of stuff on the podcast i feel like i'm glued to my phone more than i ever want to be so i'm really trying to turn it off i actually got a box from amazon it's like a lock box for a phone um like legitimately it sets a timer and like oh it, it won't open um for like the, the amount of time you set for it unless like you yeah you could do an emergency code but it actually is pretty annoying to have to do it for so, the iphone addict it's you know what i i notice i'm a little bit too much on my phone um i'm definitely too much anytime i get an alert that says your screen time was up 15 percent this week i'm like i I was averaging like over six hours of phone time and and like i watch a lot of shows on my on my phone like you know like when i'm working or like when i'm working out or something like that i have you know time on the phone but at the same point i'm like that's way too high so my goal is to be off of it from the hours of 4 p.m to 8 p.m when my basically my kids and my wife are home and then after that it you know okay to be on it because mostly everybody's asleep or you know just kind of relaxing um in that regard so yeah i know if you're a screen junkie it's almost impossible it's not very to hard to it's we're in the smartphone generation. I hate it. I do. I, I feel like I'm locked to this stupid fucking thing. You know, you like you're locked to this fucking thing. And as a business owner, it's really bad. A lot of people are like, well, why don't, you just, why don't you get a separate phone for business? I feel like it'd be worse. I don't even, I don't want two of them. Yeah. I feel like it'd be worse with two. So huh. I, 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 I don't know. Like, so um, I did get like a little box from Amazon um, with a timer and stuff like that. And I'm going to try it out. Maybe it will help. Maybe it will help curb the habit kind yeah. of thing. It's a bad habit. It is. It's a bad habit. I'm always looking at it. Like, alert pops up. I'm like, I'm checking, like, stats all the time. I'm like, why am I doing this? It hasn't changed. Mm-mm. I don't need to see it. So, if you're like me, um, you know, that it's a good goal to kind of get off of. Get a chastity yeah. belt for your phone. Fuck. <laughs> right? <laughs> Fucking... Right. It's fucking stupid, but it might need it. But no. So whether you have goals, you know, like personally or goals professionally, you should always set them at the beginning of the year and try to work towards them. And like we said, like make them like a little hard to achieve. Like so you work hard towards those goals. I think it's really important as a small business owner. I think it's really important as a wedding vendor to work towards those goals to get better. I'm always trying to get better. Like I think one year I did, uh, I wanted to get better at flat lace. So Mm -hmm. I took like classes on flat lace. I watched YouTube videos and I I think I'm pretty good now at flat lace and I'm always drawing inspiration and shit like that. So. you know, I'm always trying to one up myself every year and goals help me do that. So I think it's great for any wedding vendor or any any small business owner or any person really to set those goals to achieve every year. Write it down, put it on a piece of paper, put it in your phone, things like that. And then that way you just check them off yeah. as you go. I mean, we have like goals for the podcast as well, yeah. like set aside. Um, we've consistently checked them off mm-hmm. every you know, this this past year was our first year doing it. We've checked them all off. And now we have like our dream big goals mm-hmm. that we're not going to disclose. But <laughs> that's a big they big are goals. there. Like we have our our reachable goals and then the ones that we feel like are just outside of our reach. But we want to get to. Yeah. Eventually. Some of them are kind of popping up a little bit. I kind of crazy. Have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's been a fun ride. So hopefully we keep it going. 
Um, this has been a, a fun one. A lot of banter. A lot of bullshit. Hope you guys Almost enjoyed. Almost a fight. Almost a fight. <laughs> it's fine. At the end of the day, we still like each other. Yeah. Once in a while. Sometimes. Okay. All right, Lauren, where can they find you? You can find me at LaurenO'BrienPhoto.com and on Instagram, Lauren O'Brien Photo and the Feral Photog. Mike, where can they find you? At Michael Photo on Instagram, TikTok, as well as my website. And you can find us at the Vendor Table Pod on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, as well as our Facebook group, which is growing every day. Guys, it's been fun. We'll catch you next time. Okay, bye.